Kazai. Daily Bespoke podcast for the 24th of November 2023. One of two podcasts that are out right now. There's also the Radio Highlights podcast that you can listen to on the the Daily Bespoke today. The agenda includes a rolling bar creep. I want to deal with this. What? Um, Wig Friday is another thing that we need to deal with. We need to address that. We need to address Wig Friday and also, if we've got time, the Marquis de Sade. So a subclause and a subtext in here, furniture. Oh, furniture, yeah, because yeah, we're talking oh about used furniture. I've got to buy. Furniture. I'd just like to say, Jerry sent me a site, um, some furniture to look at, and the first thing that popped up was $32,000 for the piece of furniture. I yeah. said, I'm looking for a piece of furniture there. <sighs> he does this. Yeah. You were looking for a bit of, you wanted to, so you said, I want some nice furniture. Yeah. You said, well, I want nice furniture, so I sent you some nice furniture. It's I was middle. thinking about a big save, but you've sent me um, Studio Italia. Oh, yes. Um, anyway, so we'll get to that later in the show. We've got a lot to get through on the Daily Bespoke. Bar, uh, rolling bar creep. You witnessed a bit of this last night, didn't you, Jeremy, when you came over from Seven Sharp? It was quite enjoyable. There's a lot of quite intense alcohol re- regulations at uh, NZME. And we had a survey party last night because the radio results came in. We did very well again. Um, the Matt and Jerry show, of course. Very well indeed. So there was a bit of a party. There was hundreds of people there and there was a sort of an outside area. So you could party in the iHeart Lounge and then you open up the doors and then there's this whole sort of outside region. And um, it was great because we were, we were running the bar inside. But then we realised that the bar had wheels. So... Throughout the party, as all the uh, officials, because people don't notice something if it just happens incrementally. So at the start of the night, we just pushed the bar about a meter towards the door. Mm-hmm. And then every 15 minutes, we pushed it another meter. And then suddenly we're outside. And you're not allowed a bar outside. But because people didn't notice that we were moving the bar incrementally, mm. and we had a couple of kegs, the, some of the kegs are, are attached inside the bar. So you can roll the whole thing with the taps. And then we just keep coming out. How far out into the deck were we by the time you turned up, Jeremy? Uh, but you started about four metres. Yeah. Started actually about two metres in the deck. And then yeah. by the time I left, there was probably, I reckon, five metres yeah. into the deck. Yeah. Can I just ask a question? Yeah. Why can't you have a bar on the deck here at NZME? What would be the reason that you... What what could be the reason, the because, logical cause, reason? Because we live in a world where people go around, instead of looking for things to happen, they look to add rules where they're not needed. So for some reason, it's okay to have a few beers one metre that way yeah. across, even though the doors are open, Yeah, but being outside. So I'm just wondering what... what if we just think from the perspective of someone who has created that rule, mm. what would be the benefit... To so people can still take their glass, or in this case plastic, because apparently glass is a bit problematic because someone might smash a glass outside because people can't be trusted to not smash glasses mm. when they get into their thirties and forties, fifties. Apparently, so people standing around in a, a concrete area. So it's a, a uh, what do you call it? A courtyard, but a very big courtyard. That was the word I was looking for. Courtyard. Courtyard. Open air courtyard, <laughs> and it's quite big. The courtyard. I'd say it would be. I don't know, 100, 120 metres square, probably. Um, and in the sun, beautiful, actually, with the afternoon sun coming. Now, what could be the difference between having the place where you fill up your glass in you know, on the courtyard compared to at the door of the, where the ranch sliders are opening onto the courtyard? What could be the difference there? What 
Would it be that you might spill it on the ground? Surely it'd be better having it outside in terms of spillage because then the rain would just clear it away. You're unleashing people that are drinking out into the world. But they already are because they're allowed out there with their glasses. Yeah. No, but you can't, yeah. But all these, none of these alcohol rules. That, why would you like, say that? Like most rules that in New Zealand, they come from the perspective not of logic but of trying to shut things down and restrict. So if they can find a way to restrict, they will, whether it's... Um, make sense or not so, so it doesn't come for, from a place where how can we you know create productivity and have the best time and make things expand things and grow everything up and give better experiences it's like how can we restrict what can we, how much can we get away with restricting yeah that, that, like how far can we push people the let's problem, push them inside the problem with that is over a period of time and then it becomes fun to break the rules yeah, because exactly. you know it's a stupid rule yeah so you, you you know that you're not harming anybody by by breaking the rule yeah the rule has no logic it has no harm if you break it so therefore it's a fun thing to break and, those and watching are the people who get really upset if you do break those particular rules so pushing that bar further and further mm. into the into the middle of the courtyard area mm. was so much fun we felt like we were doing something yeah. so bad but there was nothing bad about it yeah and then, but then unfortunately and, mm. we found out that it was actually fine to have it out there yeah, eventually. So I made it not Well, no, I found out that it wasn't, and then I found out that it was, and then now I know it wasn't. But what happens was we asked. It depends who you ask, because there's different levels of management here, and most levels of management really enjoy drinking. Mm. And after a few drinks, then there are rules around what is and what you're allowed and not allowed to do. But there's sort of a lower middle management that uh, apply a lot of rules to situations. Yeah. ACC here, G Lane, taught me a fantastic strategy, and it's one that I think was implemented yesterday with you, Matt, is what you've got to do here at this company, maybe it's the same with a lot of companies, is you've got to get someone involved who is in a place of authority, about middle management or higher, in an executive role, to be kind of buying into the activity that's going on outside. Mm, and then you've yeah. and then you've got a free yep. pass, yeah. So it doesn't fall on you. So if you well, why, hang on, it wasn't me. It yep. was this person up here. That, that's why G Lane will always grab uh, a high level piece of management, a person, and put them on like we have a boat party. Yes. And then you've got one of those people on the boat, and then they're they're <laughs> culpable for everything we do because it's, they're there. It's, it's compromat. It's called compromat. Uh, yeah. so the genius. Russians have yeah. been doing it for a long time, yeah, yeah. and you put them in a compromising position, <laughs> and then you use that against them for the rest of time. Yeah. Hey, um, it certainly worked in that situation because, but I've I've noticed that it's different in different organisations. You you mm. have some organisations where management, even middle to upper management, and then executive will just run for the hills over any rules because they're absolutely terrified of losing their jobs. Whereas some places, because yeah. I work in a couple of different organisations, and the two organisations that I work at, kind of different with the vibe there. It's, you've always got to ask the question, what's the worst that could happen? Mm. Because a lot of people are saying, do this, do this. And you go, what, what, what are you, what's the danger that you're trying to prevent from happening? Like, I think that's a really good question. Mm. What's the worst that could happen? Like, for we were talking recently about how around um, Eden Park now, when there's cricket on, they now have signs, huge signs on the street saying, beware of cricket balls. You know, watch out. Cricket balls. And it's like, yeah. so what's the worst that could happen to spend those so much money, tens and tens of thousands of dollars across a year, putting that sign up? What's the worst thing that happened? Well, a cricket ball could fly over and bounce off the roof of a car and keep going. Yeah, that's the worst thing that could happen. Yeah, and the other there's another bit around that particular one. That's a funny one. That one. That's a it's, really good one. Especially since no ball has ever gone over there. No, it's a great example though of complete overreach. Because what are you meant to do? Drive along and look out for cricket balls? Because if you were driving along looking out for cricket balls from the outer oval, that would be bloody dangerous. You need to look out for other cars. You yeah. need to look out for pedestrians. I would say if you accidentally are looking for cricket balls. By looking over into the Eden Park, over while you're meant to be driving along, 
and a pedestrian walks out or something else happens, you will not be in a yeah. situation so, to avoid that. that that's what's, serious what, situation. What's the worst thing that happened? Well, your sign will cause someone to be looking out for cricket balls as you've asked them to do, and then they'll plough through some children that are crossing the road. Or a bike, or yeah. in a bike yeah. lane. Hey, um, just to change the subject slightly, so the Matt and Jerry Show podcast, a Christmas special on vinyl, vinyl-only recording, has sold out. Um, it, it sold out this morning. Um, but I've got a copy to give away because we realised that we we're sort of we we're selling it to you know the FM radio listeners, weren't we? Yeah. Mm. And it's actually oh a podcast gosh. thing. We need to be talking about the podcast. So to make up for that, we've got a couple of maybe we'll give away four copies of the vinyl. Um, so you just have to go to Matt and Jerry Show Instagram to our page and um, send a message saying I'm barred up for the Marky Decide. <laughs> Excuse me. So I'm barred up. If you slide into the Matt and Jerry Show Instagram DMs and you and you and you put, and you write, I'm barred up for the Marquis Dassard. How are you spelling then- Marquis Dassard? <laughs> That's a good question. Our listeners struggle to fucking spell vinyl, let alone Le Marquis Dassard. I, I spell the Marquis Dassard M A R Q U I S. Yep. D E S A D E. Okay, yep. Marquis. Dassard. Can we also Dassard, accept yep. I'm hard? For the Marquis de Sade, because that rhymes yeah, well, really also, well. I'm hard for the Marquis de Sade. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah, that's better, yeah. actually. Okay, great work. Good, good thinking, Ruder. That's Thanks. good. Okay. That's, so that's me. I'm hard for the Marquis de Sade, <laughs> and uh, you could win a copy of this very limited uh, edition of vinyl. It's not available anywhere else because it's sold out. It's sold out on, on record time this morning. That's I'm hard for the market. <laughs> Sold out in record time. I see what you did there. In record time. Record yeah. time. Yeah, that's good. That's stuff. the easiest way to win the vinyl, isn't it? Like it's it's, it's selling for fifty bucks this vinyl, and you just oh. have to text in I'm hard for the market to start. Why buy it when you can win it? Yeah, is what I've always said. Get that printed on a t-shirt and sell those. Just quickly, put that on a t-shirt and shove it up your ass, <laughs> Jeremy. You know you were talking about furniture before. Yeah. Would you, I'd like to you to look at uh, an image which I've copied across. Oh God, here comes um, from the ECC website to mm. uh, to the dock there. Oh, yeah. And you were talking yesterday about some drawers and things that you and you poo pooed my idea of the with a bit of brass what is it? and oh, yeah. a little oh, yeah. bit of other stuff. <laughs> now oh, that cabinet there and that set up there in Daddy's den, I think would look absolutely sensational. Mm. Um, it's a, a whole lot of different sized. Shelving, but it's in a freestanding uh, sort of unit with with legs on it, and it looks like something from maybe from Mad Men. It does. Which have that looks like something it? from Mad Men. Where it's is a modernist piece of furniture? It's a throwback to is the nineteen eighties. Is it from Simon? Well. Is it Simon James? No, that's from ECC. Oh, ECC. How much are you paying for that? Mm, how um, much? Good question. What are we looking at for that one? Let's have a look. Should we play the Inquiries prices right? about this product? I reckon twelve and a half thousand dollars. You know that furniture's um, expensive Probably. when it says inquiries welcome. Like they don't put the price. <laughs> they like go houses. to you go to those stores. Inquiries welcome. That's a Heller USM Paul Shearer and Fritz Heller um, unit. That one. But I think that would look great in Daddy's Den. Look do at that. Know, Beautiful. Do you know I've got a real wide on for what? Um, I've got a real wide on for uh, this is a watch I want to buy. So if you guys, you, you guys, getting me anything for Christmas? Oh, so this is what we're going to do. Because oh, I think you guys could walk around and get me a, a Rado. A Rado? A Rado, Captain Cock. It's a very cool looking watch. Would you, you like to post it? It's $4,700. Put it in the dock. $4,700. Are we going to break that down between the three of us then? 4700 I can afford that. That's fine. I'll get that. You got that? Can I put it well, in the dock f- just under well, He's been stealing heaps yeah. of stuff. So you could just steal stuff. one, Mesh. I'll cover yeah. that for you. That's Why don't you steal a Rado? 
Although I don't know if they'll be selling those out southeast Auckland. I think there's probably more a central Auckland vibe. Does anyone got a white on? Has anyone got a white on for this watch that I just put there? Isn't that a beautiful piece of watchery? Oh, it is nice. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is nice. It's a stainless steel yachtmaster mm. looking thing. Yeah, with the with the dial around the outside, but in green the dial, which yeah, is quite interesting. Really with the green pops. face. Mm. And then the and then the silver and a sapphire silver it's hands. Sa- it's got sapphire crystal. I think it shows a sapphire up your ass. Is is mm. that like an emerald? Yeah, that color you'd say. Yeah, you buying so, yourself that for Christmas, eh? I was thinking about it. Oh yeah. Oh, well, you guys could pitch. You guys could chip in. Actually, all the listeners could chip in on three four eight three or oh eight hundred Hodaki or bit of a GoFundMe for Daddy's birthday present. Yeah, Christmas present. That's a great idea. You're at an age now where you buy your own birthday and Christmas present, and then and then say make me a card, and then deliver it to you. Everyone say that this is what I'm getting mm. myself. My kids have both come up to me independently and said for Christmas they just want money this year. Yeah. And, they, and they've also approached their relations. And oh, they're really front-footing it late November. And actually, my son Charlie, he's quite a negotiator. He told Papa John how much Poppy was giving him. And Papa John, the, the two grandfathers, oh, when, when Papa John found out how much Poppy was giving him, he doubled what he was giving to Whoa. our dude. Took out, took out a turns small out, and... Turns out Poppy, his yeah. other, my dad, Yeah, he hadn't even... He didn't even give anything yet. And then he goes back and he tells oh, Poppy that's good how much Papa John's given him. That's old school. And then and then Poppy comes in with more than Papa John. Oh. Some people here do during contract negotiations, I've been told. Some <laughs> that's, people. That's an old school trick. That old one. Good school. work. I should take that into my contract negotiations, actually. What? You don't what have contract? a contract. What contract? What are you talking what? about? If you if you get a contract here. <laughs> but I guess, would, would you go... Um, so... But what what, what, yeah, what would do they even know? Do they even know Papa John or Poppy here? <laughs> Go, Papa John's going to give me this much, but Poppy's going to give me that much. They're like, um, no, no, okay. Brad, we, we were talking about Brad the other day after because he, he was what was it? Brad from the he was having sex with the apple or something, wasn't he? Oh right. After yeah. he heard oh, that, he about, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, story. he hit me yeah. up actually. So did he? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. What did he say? He said, "Come Stop on over. It. You've been robbing come places, on over. and um, you've been out robbing places in Flatbush." So come on over. Hey, in all seriousness, look out! How on. funny! How funny is it when we go to these functions like was last night with the boss? Because the, the the CEO of NZME, he. He's a good dude. He oh, goes long, dude. goes long to all of the functions and yeah. stuff like that, and chats chats away to everyone. He knows pretty much everyone in the building, but he doesn't know Mash. And the funniest <laughs> thing was that um, is that I keep introducing Mash as our intern, and he <laughs> absolutely thinks that Mash is the, is the intern. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Is, and Mash always looks at me like, "Will you stop introducing me as the intern?" And I can see him thinking, "God, this guy's been around. This intern's been around for a while." We, he's now starting to make inquiries as to how long we can actually keep an intern on <laughs> staff without actually paying them anything yeah no. do you think i've just put up another um version of the captain cook uh rado watch that oh, yeah. i would like you to get me oh hi sexy that's oh. a little bit too sort of ostentatious the one i've put up there that guy's got so just that's i, I, I think yeah, it's an audio man i like the one with the gold do you like the one with yeah the gold? i like that one that's maybe that's because you're, about me. you're ostentatious yeah. i like that okay so moving through the agenda um, so do, do we say if you if you oh, message no. uh, I'm hard for the Marquis de Sade, then you can win a copy of our limited vinyl. We said that, didn't we? Yeah, we said yeah, that. I see that. Well across that. That's good. We've got done rolling bar creep, and we, what we haven't addressed is Wig Friday. Okay, so we'll do that after a quick break. Okay. Jeez, that was a nice throw. I'm hard for the Marquis de Sade. <laughs> 
Um, so I don't know. I don't know how deep we want to go into Wig Friday because basically, all Wig Friday is is that Jerry's wearing a Maid Marian wig whilst he does this podcast. Um, from <laughs> if there's rust on the roof, it's damp down below. Yeah. You know that. And then we've got Ruda's gone full fr- uh, fry tuck over here. Yeah. I don't know what Mash is doing. He's got some kind of. Um, I don't, I don't know, know what this is. It says it's a, it says a, it's a monk wig on the packet. Right, it looks like a bit it's of a Dennis a the Menace vibe. Yeah, it's more like a, a an annoying... It actually reminds me a little bit of the dude from The Simpsons, one of the yeah. one of the boys that was the beanie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know no, the one you're talking about. I'm going to take a photo of everybody. And, is it just, what, keep talking. Okay, um, and I'm wearing a... I don't know, what would you call mine? Mine, um, you want it up? Up nice and close. Up nice and close. Okay. Does this sound good for everyone listening at home? Are you enjoying this? Matt is wearing what? It's a bit of a Dolly Parton, but he's managed to kind of tuck it out the back. I need to to approve that. He's managed to tuck it out the back. Yeah, I approve that. And he's tucked it out the back, and now it looks more like a. What does the wig look? Because it's. it started as a Dolly Parton, didn't it? Yeah. So, is anyone else out there? If you, if you're, um, if you also in your workplace run Wig Friday, then text "I'm hard for the Marky Desard" to three four eight three. But I think it's a new low in podcasts when you're just going around taking pictures of each other. It's like highly unentertaining for for the listener that you guys are just taking pictures of each other in wigs. Yeah. I mean, is that like if you if you if you think this is entertaining? Um, listening to if you want more of this if you want more of this kind of content on the Daily Bespoke where um, we put on wigs and then walk around taking pictures of each other <laughs> with the mic still on. This is old school. Yeah. This is fucking old school. Um, so we'll just keep that pin in the market to start yep. over the weekend, I think. Yep, There's yep. no point no point okay. bringing that up. We'll, we can, we, uh, maybe we get to it next year, I think about it. I okay, mean, so we'll just put a pin in the market to start and uh, maybe get back months. to that next year. But as as I said before, don't forget to text I'm hard for the market to start. No message I'm hard for the market to start to our Instagram page, Matt and Jerry's show. Slide into our DMs and uh, the first, let's say five, will win a copy of Matt and Jerry Show podcast uh, special, a uh, Christmas special. Have you thought about going blonde? Have you ever thought about going blonde? Because it does, your eyes are really popping. I uh, dyed my hair, tried to bleach my hair blonde once, and for some reason it went pink. Okay. I think if you've got quite dark hair, as I did as a young man, yeah, um, it, it can't get it from black, you know, dark. It's quite hard. Dark to blonde, so yeah. it went pink. Okay. So I had to. And plus, it burnt my scalp. Oh yeah, um, yeah, the, the yeah, that happens. Yeah, and then and then I, I to, and then I had to shave my head. I used to chuck in the stuff which is called Ballady. It was like Ballady uh, home dye that was that would make your hair go blonde back in oh, the yeah. day when I had bleach blonde hair. And one time, someone told me that it goes way blonder if you put Glad wrap over the top of it. Oh yeah, and oh, so yeah. I put the stuff in, so and then I put you, Glad wrap. And, uh, oh my god! Ouch! It, I got it was. Oh, it's terrible. Peeled. That shit will be in your life. Yeah, no, that's yeah, not good. Okay. Can't uh, be doing that. On the other podcast today, we go deep into Hall of Notes. Oh, Oates, too. I, I, Hall's got a fucking trespass notice on Oates. <laughs> we've, actually out, we've actually found Fair out enough. a lot about um, Hall of Notes. They don't, there's not a lot of love between Hall of Notes. I mean, he once was. That's how he got his nickname to stand up. BJ, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, that love's obviously gone now. Um, and we also in the other podcast, which is out right now, how long should you be making love for? <laughs> Apparently, it should be five and a half minutes, but a lot of dudes think they're going for eleven minutes, and most women want about thirty seconds. <laughs> no, that's no, no, no. You've no, t- that's that's no. personal research that you've no, Dolly. Done. That's not what's been happening. Most women just want it to stop, and so they can get on with their life. 
Where does it? It never mentioned anything about crying at the end. Do you remember our, our theory? ACC. Oh, ACC. Oh, ACC. Yeah, let's bring this back up. This is so, a good time. So, so after finish. sex, you what is it? What's the A? You apologize. Apologize. Cuddle, Cuddle and cry, and then you cry. cry. Yeah. yeah, and then if you want to add another C, you're allowed to call your mum as well. Yeah, okay. And so just let them so know. it's A C C C C. These are these are the the four four things you need to remember post sex. Apologize. Then you go into a spoon-like cuddle, and then you cry. Just start crying. And the, yeah, it, out. it felt and so you, good. And then you call your mum, and, and then you and, go, "Mummy, I did a cum. <laughs> I did a cum where I shouldn't have." So what? you ring your mum and say, "Mum, I did a cum." What's this? What's if you the text, "Mum, I did a cum." To I'm crying. Why are you crying, son? Slide I did a cum. Slide into our DMs at Matt and Jerry Show Instagram, and uh, if you text "Mum, I did a cum," and you can, maybe you'll run a let's get could win a let's get busy T-shirt. Mum, I did a little cum. I made a sticky mess, mummy. <laughs> Is it? Did Am we I get, gonna die, mama? Did we get? Am that I gonna die from the? <laughs> it really hurts, mummy. Am <laughs> I gonna die? <laughs> What's that? It's scary. <laughs> this, we, it really hurts, delay. mummy. We've got to delete. Am I gonna die? I feel like this could be taken out of context. Because <laughs> 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 AI is going to get this right. We're yeah. making podcasts all the time. Oh yeah. And now oh, yeah. AI's oh, got yes. you going, oh, mama, I'm going to die. <laughs> Am I going to die, mummy? Of course, Romeo, when he used to make love, he used to cry. Yeah, I love struck oh, Romeo. No. Sing the streets of serenade. Let his mummy know that he did a come. So this is about Romeo Beckham, is that right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mark Knopfler. How about it? I love how this goes into the chorus. Can we pump it? It's Romeo. He nearly gave me a heart attack. Oh, God. He's underneath the window. She's singing. He let my boyfriend's back. You shouldn't come around here. Here we go. Chorus. Yeah, let's go. Anyway. Here we go. What you gonna do about it? Juliet. The dice was loaded from the start. Would it kill Mark Offer to actually sing? He's too busy playing the guitar. Would it kill him to sing? That's singing in the chorus. I remember thinking for the first time when I heard Die Straits, Money for Nothing. Die Straits, that 1985 album, yeah. Brothers yeah. in Arms, was the first Die Straits album that I knew about because I was, I was quite young. I must have been eight when that came out. And that was a huge album. And I remember thinking the first time I heard that, I was like, what's wrong with this guy? Why, <laughs> why is he not singing? That was he, my first thought. What, as an he does, what Mark Nuffler does is so brilliant. He says sort of a line, and then normally not so much in this song, but he'll answer the line with his with melodic his guitar. guitar. Yeah. yeah, well, his guitar does the singing. Can we turn up here? I think we, he's going to cry here. How can you look at me as if I was just another one of your deals? Oh, that's when you can fall for chains of silver, you can fall for chains of gold, you can fall for pretty strangers, and the promises they hold. You me everything. You promised me everything. That's a good song. Oh, God, it's good. You know, I used to have a scene where you used to cry. Afterwards? Yeah, you, yeah, that's right. If it's during, it's not good. No. But you should always cry afterwards. That's disgusting. As a man, and apologise. 
and then come army. Sorry, this is the first time this has happened. I'm normally much better. I'm sorry. Yeah, and then uh, and then you ring mum and I did a come. I've also f- also found that just maybe saying I love you straight after it if it's the first time as well. Oh, yeah. totally. w- works well. Yeah, yeah, that's I, I, good. I love you. I love you so much. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was so bad. I'm normally better than that. Can I love I, you so do much. Do you mind if I just call my mum? Yeah, <laughs> mummy, I did a come. I love you so much. They're like, I just met you at the pub half an hour ago. I love you. so much. I love you so much. I just had a few beers tonight. That's what's happened. You are my everything. You're my. I'll call you tomorrow. I'll text you tomorrow. Text you. Would you come around tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. Hey, what, tomorrow, are, what are we doing? What are we doing for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? And are you staying over tomorrow night? Family dinner tomorrow night. Yeah. You got to meet my mum. Can you call her mum after it? Oh, that's hot. Are you looking for some? Come. Are you I looking for some mummy time? No, no, no. Like, because you call your mum and go, "Mummy, I had a come." Don't call, call her. Don't mom? call her. Mom. All right. Is that not okay? No. All right. Dire straits okay. wouldn't sink. All right. That. Okay then. I think, are you I sure? Think, I think we've got to the bottom of most of that stuff we needed to get, but I think we got through everything. So make sure you check out the other podcasts if you want more of this. And yeah. Uh, as I said before, I mean, I'm hard for the Marquis de Sade. Yeah, win yourself some vinyl. All, All right. right, shove it up your. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. So you can shove that up your. Have right. a good a week. Shade in the loose. Right. Yep. If it's a shade <laughs> loose in the, do you mind chucking him? Yeah, you know that's fine. Yeah, that's I don't fine. mind doing that. All right, so, yeah, so, in the Marquis de Sade. If it's shade loose in that, do you mind chucking it in? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. Okay, that's good to clear yeah. that up. Okay. Nice beaver. Thank you. I just had it stuffed. Let me help you with that.